Hi, thanks for tuning in to my new podcast, Let's Sip and Be Honest. And that's all I'm doing on here is just being honest. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is doing it for all the wrong reasons. And what I mean by that is getting married. So at 19, I said, oh, I'm getting married. And it was only because I had a daughter. And I said to myself and in my imaginary mind, like I just felt Ain't no way I'm going to be just a baby mom. And I do not knock anybody that is a baby mom. So please don't take that from this podcast. Just listen to me expressing how I feel and how I overcame things. So I'm 19. I had a daughter. Then I end up getting married. So now I'm 19, a mom and a wife. So much goes on in those steps right there. It's the season that will spin you around like a tornado. And if you're not mentally grounded, you will not survive it. It's not about being spiritually grounded because you can reach out to God and talk to God about certain things. But if you don't listen to him, you're going to keep being you, which I was being me and saying like, oh, I could do this. This is what I'm built for. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. We've been together since high school. I love him. He loved me. And that's it. Whatever. Although people ask me, you sure? Older people telling me, honey, you ain't seen life yet. You know, you're young. So in my mind, I was trying to defeat them and run from what I knew was true. But I had to prove a point. I had to prove to everybody, no, I'm going to get married. I'm going to do this. I will not be a baby mom. I'm going to be a wife. It sounds much better in my mind, in my, my world for myself, for Sophia, it was to be a wife. So I'm trying to be a wife, and we tried it for almost three years. We had been together for quite some time. I met her when I was 14, you know, got married, and we tried it. But in the process, I wasn't mentally stable, and I don't think he was either, but I cannot put facts on his life. But I noticed that I wasn't able to be a mom, a mother, excuse me, a wife, and be myself because I'm now turning 20. So that's another stage in life. I'm like, oh, I'm 20. I'm feeling myself. But at the same time, I'm going through depression and I went through postpartum and I'm going through being insecure because I'm like, dang, all my friends in college, they're going to become teachers. They're going to become this, that. And what am I doing? I'm just working on a job. Not saying I was knocking my blessings because it's always a blessing to have something in life. Everything don't have to be the same. But I was thinking, hey, I should be doing this, but now I don't have a daughter and I don't became a wife, not realizing the effort that it takes to just be a mother first. And then the more effort that it takes to be a wife, because I have to cater to my daughter, I have to cater to my husband. And then I have to make sure I hear myself and see myself and develop within myself. And I just couldn't mentally grasp it. It was becoming too much. I felt suffocated and I just felt like I have to leave. So I was the one who ended the marriage. And yes, I wasn't the perfect wife and he wasn't the perfect husband. But I think that if we would have maybe done it at a different stage in life, it could have worked. Who knows? I don't really care to know if it would have worked. He moved on with his life. I moved on with my life. But I'm just giving this basically testimony of how my first marriage started. Yes, I said first. We'll talk about the second one next. I did it twice (laughs) for all the wrong reasons. But anyhow... I just was in a stage of life in the moment 
And we all are in moments, if we be honest with each other. In a moment, you could really feel like, this is what I'm going to do. This right, this so on and so forth. And then when you come down off that high, off cloud nine, and reality hits you, you realize that the thing that the life that you're living in your head isn't your reality. And those two right there will have you really fighting yourself and fighting who's ever in your way because you already disappointed yourself. Not mentioning that you're disappointing the person that you said, I love you too, I'm going to marry you. Not mentioning that you're neglecting your child because you really don't know. I didn't know how to raise a child. Like I was just confused. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? But I did the best that I figured out to know how. Like, I didn't lack when it came to if he wanted me to do certain things, my husband at the time, I made sure. I was young. I didn't really know how to cook, so I called my mom. Hey, how you do this? How you do that? But I realized I wasn't getting that same energy from him, and it could be because he was young like me, trying to figure out life as well. But that part of catering to me wasn't in his mind. It was more like, okay, we got somewhere to stay, so she should be good. And it's okay because he's young and I'm not knocking him. So to me, I'm figuring that if I'm doing this and that, I should be able to still be Sophia, do what I want to do, and then come back and be a wife. And that is just not possible because I had to realize I wasn't willing to sacrifice Sophie <laughs> to be with this person, to be this person, whatever they needed me to be, because it just was too much. But I hope you enjoyed this first little snippet. And if you did, tune back in. I'm going to try to have the next one come out next week, Thursday. And it'll be the second part of doing it for all the wrong reasons. And like I said, I'm only telling my side of life what I've experienced. And I'm not knocking anybody about being a baby mom. If you're comfortable with that, stay comfortable with it. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I'm not bashing you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not trying to bring nobody down. So please don't take that and believe that that's what I'm doing. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Talk to you later. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. It's your girl, Sophia Lynette. And today's topic is all about self-check. The first thing I want to say is that in order to grow and become the person that you desire to be, you have to check yourself. You don't got to check nobody else. You don't got to worry about what other people think about you. You have to check yourself so you can know what you think about you, how you feel about you. So when you're in a room with other people and they bring up your past or they bring up your insecurities that you know that you already feel, you can conquer those things because you already checked yourself. So, for example, for me, I had to check myself as a mother. I'm like, dang, I have three kids. I'm a single mom twice, been married twice. What is it about me? that I need to understand and discover. And it's not to understand and discover to be a better wife to somebody else or to be a better um, public figure or whatever you, the case may be, but just to be a better person, a better mother. So I had to check myself and I said, I'm thinking that my kids know things that I haven't even taught them because I was raised that way. So then I had to scale back and say, what haven't I taught my kids? What don't they know? And then I had to teach them. Then I had to wait for them to get it because even though I had a different upbringing, they don't have to have the same upbringing. And my upbringing was not wrong. I love it. <laughs> I applaud it. I thank God for my grandma, my mother, who raised me 
because they did the best that they knew how to do. And that's the same thing I'm doing. But at the same time, I have to realize, like, okay, as a mother, what is it that these children need? Because they're human beings just like I'm a human being. And I need certain things. So if I need certain things, it's obvious that they need certain things. But as a mother, at first, you like, however you was raised, if you're like me, you're trying to, like, implement that same thing. But then you have to think to yourself, like, this ain't working. It didn't work for me as a child, so I can't do it to my children. So that's the point of checking yourself. Then I looked at my relationships, my two marriages that failed. I left both of my marriages, and it was because I knew that I wasn't going to be what those people wanted from me. I could not be faithful to them in the sense where I don't talk to my old friends or I don't go out like I used to. And it was only because I was still young and I was still going through stages of life. It had nothing to really do with them. I did blame them at the time. I'm like, dang, I thought I was a perfect wife. You know, I did certain things. I made sure this happened, that happened, whatever. But at the same time, my ways wasn't what they really wanted in a spouse. So I wasn't the best spouse in their eyes. And it's okay because I don't fault myself. Then I had to check myself as a friend after losing two close friends. Uh, one over a misunderstanding of life. Just like she's going in one direction, I'm going in another. And we couldn't decide which direction was best for each other. And at the time, we was young. So it wasn't a chance of like being an adult and saying like, you know, I'm just going to go this route. You go that route. So it became a little testy. Okay, cool. Then the second friendship, it ended because of miscommunication. And at the end of the day, I say I think it was meant to end because what I experienced from that miscommunication hurt me by far. But I had to check myself. I said, going forward, no matter what, if I know that I'm a friend with somebody, I'm going to ask them, is there anything that I'm not doing as a friend? Is there anything I'm saying too much as a friend? Let me know because don't be the one that blow up on me over one incident. We've been friends since 14 and now I'm 37. That's a long time to just uh, out of nowhere just go in and be like, oh, you think you all that? Oh, I hate you. All this. Like, damn, that's a long time to be friends to say like all this extra stuff. But again, it's all about checking yourself. When you experience certain things in life, don't worry about the person that you're experiencing it with. Worry about the person that you are at that moment because you have to say to yourself, what is it about me that took this person to that level? And it may not have been anything bad on your part. You may just be too much for them in that season. Or they may be too much for you in that season because they're ready to change and you're probably not ready to change or vice versa. And it's life. So don't have so much pride that you can't that you can't hide that you can't express yourself and understand that you're not perfect and that you can also make mistakes as well. And that's the thing. Sometimes we have too much pride and then we say, well, no. I ain't, I'm not a not good friend. I'm the best friend you ever had. I'm loyal and blah, blah, blah. But loyalty for one person is seen this way. And then for another person is seen that way. So you really can't base everything off of that. You have to be able to communicate so you can say to yourself, okay, I didn't see it that way, but 
I'm sorry that they saw it that way. And it's okay to apologize because at the end of the day, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's just the way the person takes certain things. So that's another sign of you checking yourself. And then you have to think about instances where you may have been on a job and you got laid off and you're thinking to yourself like, well, dang, all I had to do was just humble myself and chill. But at the same time, it may seem hypocritical, but it probably wasn't meant for you to humble yourself because it was time for you to get out and go to the next level. And that's part of life. When I say it's time to check yourself, it's not, don't look at it in a, Oh, I got to check myself in a bad way because I'm doing bad things. No, you got to check yourself because you may be missing the mark of you going to the next level because you're still trying to dummy down yourself. Like you're still banking on some stuff that somebody told you two years ago. Oh, you think you all that. Oh, you think you this. You think you probably do. And it's probably meant for you to think that way because the next level that you're going on requires you to have a ego that's bigger than your fears and that means that you may be afraid to become the new real estate agent a new entrepreneur the new lawyer doctor teacher preacher judge or whatever but because you're trying to hold on to well did I say this right to that person or maybe I forget that because that attitude that you have you may need to use it for your next level so you have to check yourself and say was I really, really wrong in what I said and how I did it? Or is it just the way they took it? Because people can take things a certain way based on their own insecurities, based on their own doubts and their own depression. And you're not wrong in the way you move and the way you see in certain things. So when I say check yourself, check yourself against like, okay, this is who I am. I'm straightforward. I'm going to say what I feel right or wrong to somebody. I feel like they should know this, whatever the case may be. Do not stop who you are because Sophie got mad because you said, girl, you do too much. She may not wanted to hear it at that time, but at the same time, somebody else don't told her the same thing. And you don't realize it. You're just another spirit that's coming along to try to check this person. And in life, we're going to go through so many different stages. We're going to go through so many different avenues where we have to humble ourselves. We have to know who we are and we have to go with it and don't go against the grain. We can't dummy down ourselves we can't change for the sake of somebody else's feelings if it's time to change god will align us with the change we'll feel it we'll do it and we'll know it but don't check yourself to change yourself to make other people feel good you got to check yourself to change yourself to go on that next level so if you're always a yes person it's time to check yourself and say you know what i need to start saying no because my next level requires me to do that if you always a no person it's time for you to check yourself and say you know what let me let somebody in according to what god has for me because it's important if you are a i don't know i don't know i don't know, I don't know kind of person then it's time for you to check yourself and say, God, 
What is it that I'm missing? Why do I always doubt every situation? How come I can't have the same level of confidence I do in a verbal conversation with Jane Doe that I have in a conversation with myself or a business meeting with my colleagues or whomever to go to the next level? Now I'm doubting myself. So it's time for you to check yourself to say, you know what, at the end of the day, this is who I am. These are my shortcomings. These are my confusing moments. These are my moments that I haven't even embraced yet because I'm afraid of them, that if I embrace them, that I'm going to lose some people. And guess what? It's okay to lose some people. It's okay to embrace yourself, to say, you know what? It's time to say no. It's time to say yes. It's time to move to the next level. And that's all this podcast is about tonight is checking yourself. And I'm not saying check yourself because everybody say that, oh, well, you got a nasty attitude or you this and that, you this and that. Your attitude may be your next level for what you have, what God has in store for you. And it may require you to be a little bitchy. It may require you to say no. It may require you to not respond to every text message, every phone call, go out on every family event, friend event. It may require you to isolate yourself for months, years. But if that is what it requires of you, the only thing I say to you is ask God to help you check yourself because in the midst of checking yourself, you're going to realize that. It ain't all bad. You ain't that bad of a person. And every situation that occurred that ended bad wasn't always your fault. And if it was, you learned from it because you decided to check yourself. So if you get nothing else from this, check yourself in a good way first. And then go to your shortcomings because we're all human. Your shortcomings ain't my shortcomings and my shortcomings is not your shortcomings. So you got to look at it that way. You may say, I say too much sometimes. I see everybody get upset when I keep it real. Think about how real are you keeping it? Because everything you say isn't you keeping it real. Some stuff can be left to you. Left unsaid. Left not spoken because it's not necessary. You got to understand what's necessary it was not necessary. And when you get to that point, and it may take you another five, 10 years, don't harass yourself. Don't beat yourself up because you're not on the level you think that you should be on the level that you see everybody else on. Because honestly, they probably not on that level. But just ask God to help you check yourself. And don't ask your friends because they're going to be saying, well, yeah, you know, sometimes people try to give you constructive criticism, but it always be criticism in a constructive way so you have to be mindful of that as well because what if you go to your so-called best friend and they just waiting to tear you down so they tear you down in a constructive way and now everything you say and do you feel like well damn if such and such said it it must be true no it ain't gotta be true because you are who you are and it is what it is it's gonna be what it's gonna be But focus on what's important for you. Focus on what helps you feel like a better person. If you always tear people down, that don't make you a better person. That's you trying to hide your insecurities and feed your ego. 
But if you could apologize, if you could say less, if you if it's okay for you to walk away from an argument where you know you would have told somebody to pieces, but you say, you know what, you got it. I'm not going to say nothing. I get it. I understand how you feel and walk away from it and even get in your car and curse them out. But you didn't curse them out in person. That's growth. And that's what you want to do. That's what I mean by checking yourself. Go to the next level where you can grow, become more of a better person, better mother, father, friend, daughter, sister, brother, cousin, whatever the case may be. But don't do it because people keep saying, Oh, well, you always got a nasty attitude or you are because sometimes people say stuff. They provoke you and other people don't see it. I have been poked in private and poked and poked and poked. And then when I retaliate, it's like, oh, yo, Sophia, just too much for me. She always got something to say, but they're not telling their part. So we all know we all understand this. So this is what I'm saying to you at the end of the day. Check yourself accordingly. Follow the lead. It may take you 10, 5, 20, whatever years or months, days, however, to get to that level. Do not put so much pressure on yourself to change because every season is going to make you change to the point where you don't even have to worry if you're doing it the right way. It's going to line up accordingly. Because you're asking God to help you. And at the end of the day, I just thank y'all for tuning in to my podcast. Let's sip and be honest. And I'll catch you guys when I catch you guys. Love you. It's so feeling it. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. It's your girl, Sophia Lynette. And today's topic is all about self-check. The first thing I want to say is that in order to grow and become the person that you desire to be, you have to check yourself. You don't got to check nobody else. You don't got to worry about what other people think about you. You have to check yourself so you can know what you think about you, how you feel about you. So when you're in a room with other people and they bring up your past or they bring up your insecurities that you know that you already feel, you can conquer those things because you already checked yourself. So, for example, for me, I had to check myself as a mother. I'm like, dang, I have three kids. I'm a single mom twice, been married twice. What is it about me? that I need to understand and discover. And it's not to understand and discover to be a better wife to somebody else or to be a better um, public figure or whatever the case may be, but just to be a better person, a better mother. So I had to check myself and I said, I'm thinking that my kids know things that I haven't even taught them because I was raised that way. So then I had to scale back and say, what haven't I taught my kids? What don't they know? And then I had to teach them. Then I had to wait for them to get it because even though I had a different upbringing, they don't have to have the same upbringing. And my upbringing was not wrong. I love it. (laughs) I applaud it. I thank God for my grandma, my mother, who raised me because they did the best that they knew how to do. And that's the same thing I'm doing. But at the same time, I have to realize like, okay, as a mother... What is it that these children need? Because they're human beings just like I'm a human being. And I need certain things. So if I need certain things, it's obvious that they need certain things. But as a mother, at first, you like, however you was raised, if you like me, you're trying to, like, implement that same thing. But then you have to think to yourself, like, 
this ain't working it didn't work for me as a child so i can't do it to my children so that's the point of checking yourself then i looked at my relationships my two marriages that failed i left both of my marriages and it was because i knew that i wasn't going to be what those people wanted from me i could not be faithful to them in the sense where i don't talk to my old friends or I don't go out like I used to. And it was only because I was still young and I was still going through stages of life. It had nothing to really do with them. I did blame them at the time. I'm like, dang, I thought I was a perfect wife. You know, I did certain things. I made sure this happened, that happened, whatever. But at the same time, my ways wasn't what they really wanted in a spouse. So I wasn't the best spouse in their eyes. And it's okay because I don't fault myself. Then I had to check myself as a friend after losing two close friends, uh, one over a misunderstanding of life, just like she's going in one direction, I'm going in another, and we couldn't decide which direction was best for each other. And at the time, we was young, so it wasn't a chance of like being an adult and saying, like, you know, I'm just going to go this route, you go that route. So it became a little testy. Okay, cool. Then the second friendship, it ended because of miscommunication. And at the end of the day, I say I think it was meant to end because what I experienced from that miscommunication hurt me by far. But I had to check myself. I said, going forward, no matter what, if I know that I'm a friend with somebody, I'm going to ask them, is there anything that I'm not doing as a friend? Is there anything I'm saying too much as a friend? Let me know because don't be the one that blow up on me over one incident. We've been friends since 14 and now I'm 37. That's a long time to just uh, out of nowhere, just go in and be like, oh, you think you all that? Oh, I hate you. All this. Like, damn, that's a long time to be friends to say like all this extra stuff. But again, it's all about checking yourself. When you experience certain things in life, don't worry about the person that you're experiencing it with. Worry about the person that you are at that moment because you have to say to yourself, what is it about me that took this person to that level? And it may not have been anything bad on your part. You may just be too much for them in that season. Or they may be too much for you in that season because they're ready to change and you're probably not ready to change or vice versa. And it's life. So don't have so much pride that you can't that you can't hide that you can't express yourself and understand that you're not perfect and that you can also make mistakes as well. And that's the thing. Sometimes we have too much pride and then we say, well, no, I ain't. I'm not a not good friend. I'm the best friend you ever had. I'm loyal and blah, blah, blah. But loyalty for one person is seen this way. And then for another person is seen that way. So you really can't base everything off of that. You have to be able to communicate so you can say to yourself, okay, I didn't see it that way, but I'm sorry that they saw it that way. And it's okay to apologize because at the end of the day, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's just the way the person takes certain things. So that's another sign of you checking yourself. And then you have to think about instances where you may have been on a job and you got laid off and you're thinking to yourself like, well, dang, all I had to do was just humble myself 
and chill but at the same time it may seem hypocritical but it probably wasn't meant for you to humble yourself because it was time for you to get out and go to the next level and that's part of life when I say it's time to check yourself it's not don't look at it in a oh I gotta check myself in a bad way because I'm doing bad things no you gotta check yourself because you may be missing the mark of you going to the next level because you're still trying to dummy down yourself like you're still banking on some stuff that somebody told you two years ago oh you think you all that oh you think you this you think you probably do and it's probably meant for you to think that way because the next level that you're going on requires you to have a ego that's bigger than your fears and that means that you may be afraid to become the new real estate agent a new entrepreneur the new lawyer doctor teacher preacher judge or whatever but because you're trying to hold on to well did I say this right to that person or maybe I forget that because that attitude that you have you may need to use it for your next level so you have to check yourself and say was I really really wrong in what I said and how I did it or is it just the way they took it because people can take things a certain way based on their own insecurities based on their own doubts and their own depression and you're not wrong in the way you move in the way you see in certain things so when I say check yourself check yourself against like okay this is who I am I'm straightforward I'm gonna say what I feel right or wrong to somebody I feel like they should know this whatever the case may be do not stop who you are because Sophie got mad because you said, girl, you do too much. She may not wanted to hear it at that time, but at the same time, somebody else don't told her the same thing. And you don't realize it. You're just another spirit that's coming along to try to check this person. And in life, we're going to go through so many different stages. We're going to go through so many different avenues where we have to humble ourselves we have to know who we are and we have to go with it and don't go against the grain we can't dummy down ourselves we can't change for the sake of somebody else's feelings if it's time to change god will align us with the change we'll feel it we'll do it and we'll know it but don't check yourself to change yourself to make other people feel good you got to check yourself to change yourself to go on that next level. So if you're always a yes person, it's time to check yourself and say, you know what? I need to start saying no because my next level requires me to do that. If you always a no person, it's time for you to check yourself and say, you know what? Let me let somebody in according to what God has for me because it's important. If you are a, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know kind of person then it's time for you to check yourself and say, God, what is it that I'm missing? Why do I always doubt every situation? How come I can't have the same level of confidence I do in a verbal conversation with Jane Doe that I have in a conversation with myself or a business meeting with my colleagues or whomever to go to the next level? Now I'm doubting myself. So it's time for you to check yourself to say you know what at the end of the day this is who I am these are my shortcomings these are my confusing moments these are my 
moments that I haven't even embraced yet because I'm afraid of them that if I embrace them that I'm gonna lose some people and guess what it's okay to lose some people it's okay to embrace yourself to say you know what it's time to say no it's time to say yes it's time to move to the next level and that's all this podcast is about tonight is checking yourself and I'm not saying check yourself because everybody say that oh well you got a nasty attitude or you this and that you this and that your attitude may be your next level for what you have what God has in store for you and it may require you to be a little bitchy it may require you to say no it may require you to not respond to every text message every phone call go out on every family event friend event it may require you to isolate yourself for months years but if that is what it requires of you The only thing I say to you is ask God to help you check yourself because in the midst of checking yourself, you're going to realize that it ain't all bad. You ain't that bad of a person. And every situation that occurred that ended bad wasn't always your fault. And if it was, you learned from it because you decided to check yourself. So if you get nothing else from this Check yourself in a good way first and then go to your shortcomings because we're all human. Your shortcomings ain't my shortcomings and my shortcomings is not your shortcomings. So you got to look at it that way. You may say, I say too much sometimes. I see everybody get upset when I keep it real. Think about how real are you keeping it because everything you say isn't you keeping it real. Some stuff can be left to you. Left unsaid left not spoken because it's not necessary you got to understand what's necessary and what's not necessary and when you get to that point and it may take you another five ten years don't harass yourself don't beat yourself up because you're not on the level you think that you should be on the level that you see everybody else on because honestly they probably not on that level but just ask god to help you check yourself and don't ask your friends because they're going to be saying, well, yeah, you know, sometimes people try to give you constructive criticism, but it always be criticism in a constructive way. So you have to be mindful of that as well, because what if you go to your so-called best friend and they just waited to tear you down? So they tear you down in a constructive way. And now everything you say and do, you feel like, well, damn, if such and such said it, it must be true. No, it ain't got to be true because you are who you are. And it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. But focus on what's important for you. Focus on what helps you feel a like a better person. If you always tear people down, that don't make you a better person. That's you trying to hide your insecurities and feed your ego but if you could apologize, if you could say less, if you if it's okay for you to walk away from an argument where you know you would have told somebody to pieces, but you say, you know what, you got it. I'm not going to say nothing. I get it. I understand how you feel and walk away from it and even get in your car and curse them out. But you didn't curse them out in person. That's growth. And that's what you want to do. That's what I mean by checking yourself. Go to the next level where you can grow become more of a better person better mother father friend daughter sister brother cousin whatever the case may be but don't do it because people keep saying 
oh well, you always got a nasty attitude or you are because sometimes people say stuff they provoke you and other people don't see it i have been poked in private and poked and poked and poked and then when i retaliate it's like oh yo sophia just too much for me she always got something to say but they're not telling their part so we all know we all understand this so this is what i'm saying to you at the end of the day check yourself accordingly follow the lead it may take you 10 5 20 whatever years or months days however to get to that level do not put so much pressure on yourself to change because every season is going to make you change to the point where you don't even have to worry if you're doing it the right way it's gonna line up accordingly because you're asking God to help you. And at the end of the day, I just thank y'all for tuning in to my podcast. Let's sip and be honest. And I'll catch you guys when I catch you guys. Love you. It's so feeling it. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in. It's your girl Sophia Lynette. And today's topic is all about self-check. The first thing I want to say is that in order to grow and become the person that you desire to be, you have to check yourself. You don't got to check nobody else. You don't got to worry about what other people think about you. You have to check yourself so you can know what you think about you, how you feel about you. So when you're in a room with other people and they bring up your past or they bring up your insecurities that you know that you already feel, you can conquer those things because you already checked yourself. So, for example, for me, I had to check myself as a mother. I'm like, dang, I have three kids. I'm a single mom twice, been married twice. What is it about me that I need to understand and discover and it's not to understand and discover to be a better wife to somebody else or to be a better um public figure or whatever the case may be but just to be a better person a better mother so I had to check myself and I said I'm thinking that my kids know things that I haven't even taught them because I was raised that way so then I had to scale back and say what haven't I taught my kids what don't they know And then I had to teach them. Then I had to wait for them to get it because even though I had a different upbringing, they don't have to have the same upbringing. And my upbringing was not wrong. I love it. (laughs) I applaud it. I thank God for my grandma, my mother, who raised me because they did the best that they knew how to do. And that's the same thing I'm doing. But at the same time, I have to realize like, okay, as a mother... What is it that these children need? Because they're human beings just like I'm a human being. And I need certain things. So if I need certain things, it's obvious that they need certain things. But as a mother, at first, you like, however you was raised, if you're like me, you're trying to, like, implement that same thing. But then you have to think to yourself, like, this ain't working. It didn't work for me as a child, so I can't do it to my children. So that's the point of checking yourself. Then I looked at my relationships, my two marriages that failed, I left both of my marriages and it was because I knew that I wasn't going to be what those people wanted from me. I could not be faithful to them in the sense where I don't talk to my old friends or I don't go out like I used to. And it was only because I was still young and I was still going through stages of life. 
it had nothing to really do with them I did blame them at the time I'm like dang I thought I was a perfect wife you know I did certain things I made sure this happened that happened whatever but at the same time my ways wasn't what they really wanted in a spouse so I wasn't the best spouse in their eyes and it's okay because I don't fault myself then I had to check myself as a friend after losing two close friends uh, one over a misunderstanding of life just like she's going in one direction I'm going in another and we couldn't decide which direction was best for each other and at the time we was young so it wasn't a chance of like being an adult and saying like you know I'm just gonna go this route you go that route so it became a little testy okay cool then the second friendship it ended because of miscommunication and at the end of the day I say I think it was meant to end because what I experienced from that miscommunication hurt me by far but I had to check myself I said going forward no matter what if I know that I'm a friend with somebody I'm gonna ask them is there anything that I'm not doing as a friend is there anything I'm saying too much as a friend let me know because don't be the one that blow up on me over one incident. We've been friends since 14 and now I'm 37. That's a long time to just uh, out of nowhere just go in and be like, oh, you think you all that? Oh, I hate you. I just, like, damn, that's a long time to be friends to say like all this extra stuff. But again, it's all about checking yourself. When you experience certain things in life, don't worry about the person that you're experiencing it with. Worry about the person that you are at that moment because you have to say to yourself, what is it about me that took this person to that level? And it may not have been anything bad on your part. You may just be too much for them in that season or they may be too much for you in that season because they're ready to change and you're probably not ready to change or vice versa. And it's life. So don't have so much pride that you can't that you can't hide that you can't express yourself and understand that you're not perfect and that you can also make mistakes as well and that's the thing sometimes we have too much pride and then we say well no I ain't I'm not a not good friend I'm the best friend you ever had I'm loyal and blah 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 but loyalty for one person is seen this way and then for another person is seen that way so you really can't base everything off of that. You have to be able to communicate so you can say to yourself, okay, I didn't see it that way, but I'm sorry that they saw it that way. And it's okay to apologize because at the end of the day, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's just the way the person takes certain things. So that's another sign of you checking yourself. And then you have to think about instances where you may have been on a job and you got laid off and you thinking to yourself like, well, dang, all I had to do was just humble myself and chill. But at the same time, it may seem hypocritical, but it probably wasn't meant for you to humble yourself because it was time for you to get out and go to the next level. And that's part of life. When I say it's time to check yourself, it's not, don't look at it in a, Oh, I got to check myself in a bad way because I'm doing bad things. No, you got to check yourself because you may be missing the mark of you going to the next level because you're still trying to dummy down yourself. Like, 
you're still banking on some stuff that somebody told you two years ago oh you think you all that oh you think you this you think you probably do and it's probably meant for you to think that way because the next level that you're going on requires you to have a ego that's bigger than your fears and that means that you may be afraid to become the new real estate agent a new entrepreneur the new lawyer doctor teacher preacher judge or whatever but because you're trying to hold on to well did i say this right to that person or maybe i forget that because that attitude that you have you may need to use it for your next level so you have to check yourself and say was i really really wrong and what I said and how I did it or is it just the way they took it because people can take things a certain way based on their own insecurities based on their own doubts and their own depression and you're not wrong in the way you move in the way you see in certain things so when I say check yourself check yourself against like okay this is who I am I'm straightforward I'm gonna say what I feel right or wrong to somebody i feel like they should know this whatever the case may be do not stop who you are because sophie got mad because you said girl you do too much she may not wanted to hear it at that time but at the same time somebody else don't told her the same thing and you don't realize it you're just another spirit that's coming along to try to check this person and in life we're gonna go through so many different stages we're gonna go through so many different avenues where we have to humble ourselves we have to know who we are and we have to go with it and don't go against the grain we can't dummy down ourselves we can't change for the sake of somebody else's feelings if it's time to change god will align us with the change we'll feel it we'll do it and we'll know it but don't check yourself to change yourself to make other people feel good you got to check yourself to change yourself to go on that next level so if you're always a yes person it's time to check yourself and say you know what i need to start saying no because my next level requires me to do that if you always a no person it's time for you to check yourself and say you know what let me let somebody in according to what god has for me because it's important if you are a I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know kind of person. Then it's time for you to check yourself and say, God, what is it that I'm missing? Why do I always doubt every situation? How come I can't have the same level of confidence I do in a verbal conversation with Jane Doe that I have in a conversation with myself or a business meeting with my colleagues or whomever to go to the next level? Now I'm doubting myself. So it's time for you to check yourself to say, you know what? At the end of the day, this is who I am. These are my shortcomings. These are my confusing moments. These are my moments that I haven't even embraced yet because I'm afraid of them. That if I embrace them, that I'm going to lose some people. And guess what? It's okay to lose some people. It's okay to embrace yourself to say, you know what? It's time to say no. It's time to say yes. It's time to move to the next level. And that's all this podcast is about tonight is checking yourself. And I'm not saying check yourself because everybody say that, oh, well, you got a nasty attitude or you this and that, you this and that. Your attitude may be your next level 
for what you have what God has in store for you and it may require you to be a little bitchy it may require you to say no it may require you to not respond to every text message every phone call go out on every family event friend event it may require you to isolate yourself for months years but if that is what it requires of you the only thing I say to you is ask God to help you check yourself because in the midst of checking yourself you're gonna realize that it ain't all bad you ain't that bad of a person and every situation that occurred that ended bad wasn't always your fault and if it was you learn from it because you decided to check yourself so if you get nothing else from this check yourself in a good way first and then go to your shortcomings because we're all human. Your shortcomings ain't my shortcomings and my shortcomings is not your shortcomings. So you got to look at it that way. You may say, I say too much sometimes. I see everybody get upset when I keep it real. Think about how real are you keeping it because everything you say isn't you keeping it real. Some stuff can be left to you. Left unsaid left not spoken because it's not necessary you got to understand what's necessary and what's not necessary and when you get to that point and it may take you another five ten years don't harass yourself don't beat yourself up because you're not on the level you think that you should be on the level that you see everybody else on because honestly they probably not on that level but just ask god to help you check yourself and don't ask your friends because they're going to be saying, well, yeah, you know, sometimes people try to give you constructive criticism, but it always be criticism in a constructive way. So you have to be mindful of that as well, because what if you go to your so-called best friend and they just waited to tear you down? So they tear you down in a constructive way. And now everything you say and do, you feel like, well, damn, if such and such said it, it must be true. No, it ain't got to be true because you are who you are. And it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. But focus on what's important for you. Focus on what helps you feel a like a better person. If you always tear people down, that don't make you a better person. That's you trying to hide your insecurities and feed your ego but if you could apologize, if you could say less, if you if it's okay for you to walk away from an argument where you know you would have told somebody to pieces, but you say, you know what, you got it. I'm not going to say nothing. I get it. I understand how you feel and walk away from it and even get in your car and curse them out. But you didn't curse them out in person. That's growth. And that's what you want to do. That's what I mean by checking yourself. Go to the next level where you can grow become more of a better person better mother father friend daughter sister brother cousin whatever the case may be but don't do it because people keep saying oh well, you always got a nasty attitude or you are because sometimes people say stuff they provoke you and other people don't see it i have been poked in private and poked and poked and poked and then when i retaliate it's like Oh, yo, Sophia just too much for me. She always got something to say, but they're not telling their part. So we all know, we all understand this. So this is what I'm saying to you. At the end of the day, check yourself accordingly. Follow the lead. It may take you 10, 
5, 20, whatever years or months, days, however, to get to that level. Do not put so much pressure on yourself to change because every season is going to make you change to the point where you don't even have to worry if you're doing it the right way. It's going to line up accordingly because you're asking God to help you. And at the end of the day, I just thank y'all for tuning into my podcast. Let's sip and be honest and I'll catch you guys when I catch you guys. Love you. It's so feeling it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Let's Sip and Be Honest. It's your girl, Sophia Lynette. And today's topic is the word move. It is a very, very, very powerful word. I'm just going to go right into it. So, um, you know me, I'm always being transparent. So I have been in my apartment since 2012. And now I have to move because in October, I received a letter stating that they're going to increase the rent by $520. So I'm like, no, I'm not staying in the same apartment, no increase in rooms and pay that much money. I can go ahead and move somewhere else. But guess what? There's nowhere to move at this time because so many places have a waiting list of five to six months. Some have no openings at all and they don't even have a list to say when they will reopen. And I have to move in with my boyfriend, me and my daughter, my baby girl, and my two oldest, they're going to live with my mom. But I was like, Lord, why have to move right now? You know, I was trying to hold out to next year so that way I can at least try to apply, get a house, a townhouse, something of my own and move in that direction because I was like, okay, I'll be ready by then. That'll work for me. But see, I was thinking for me like, oh yeah, this will work. But God said life don't work like that, baby. The word move is so powerful because he showed me that everything, everything in life moves. Even if you don't want it to, it will. Having kids, guess what happens? You move. When you have that, when you have sex, the sperm go up, the eggs shaking and moving, it's moving. Everything is a move. When God created the earth, it was a move. The ocean move, birds fly, every creature has to move in order to get around it's not one creature that could stay still and then move to the other side even though we don't want certain things to happen it's gonna happen because life doesn't stop it's constantly moving and there are times that we sit and we say okay I need to just go ahead and sit down and chill and meditate Mm -hmm, you can but guess what your brain is still moving it's still moving it's not at a standstill. Even if I die today, guess what's going to happen? Life still don't move. It's going to keep going because that's just how life goes. It does not stop. It will not stop. God created life in that manner. And I never paid attention to the word. I'm just like, okay, whatever. But then I had to sit in it because I'm really nervous about the move. Because my very first move was with my kids Dad, I was young. I moved out. We were together, got married. It didn't work. I moved back with my mom. I tried to move into my own apartment once before moving to the current one that I'm in. That didn't work out because the neighborhood was really bad and it I couldn't stay there with my kids. So I moved back with my mom. But I'm like, okay, I don't be here long enough. I'm too old to be living with my mom. So that's when I got this apartment that I'm currently in. Moved in and been here ever since 2012. 
But now is another move going to happen. And with me moving in with my boyfriend, it's like, wow, not only do I lose my independence, <laughs> I'm losing my mind in a sense because I'm like, dang, I have to live with somebody again. I haven't done this in so long. But at the same time, when I look at the relationship, it's okay. I, I'm comfortable enough. So don't think like, oh, shoot, girl, you finna make a mistake. Why would you move <laughs> if you don't feel comfortable? No, I definitely feel comfortable. And um, I'm okay with it. But just being in my own spot for so long. But back to the main topic, which is the word move. God knew the plans he had for you and me before we were formed in the womb. Like, that's in Jeremiah. And he also said, for I know the plans I have for you. Because he has already moved us around. When we sit around sometimes and we feel like, dang, I should be on this level or something. And you're like, I know I did this before. You got like deja vu. That's because you have already been moved and placed in that area. But the time that we're in now, like we're living where we have to get to that move that God has for us. But in order to move to the next level, you got to pay attention to how your life is moving. You got to pay attention to the strategy that God is giving you. And for me, I was moving too fast. I was always in a rush to do something. I got to have this. I got to do this. I got to get married. So fast that I did it twice, and it pretty much ended the same way, but it was me moving so fast because I felt like, oh, I know I'm a wife or whatever. And true enough, not saying that I'm not a wife, not saying they're not husbands, but I wasn't the wife for them. They wasn't the husband for me, but I was moving so fast because in me, I know that that's what it is because God created me to be a certain way. And each individual is something in you that just pull on you. And that's pulling on me. Like I, I know that I can be a helpmate. Like that's just in me. Uh, I don't mind being domestic as far as, you know, cleaning and cooking. That's something that's normal for me. Like it comes natural. It, It doesn't bother me because I feel like that's how I am wired as a woman giving reciprocity. You give, I give, I don't look at it like, Oh, he the man, he better do this. No, because it's a certain strategy of life and relationships. But anyhow, back to the main topic, which is the word move. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, God, what is this all about? And he said, I had to slow you down to move. But you see, in order to slow me down, that means that I'm moving already. Something's going on <laughs> like it's never going to stop. And I brought this to you guys on this podcast to let you know that like, just because you see somebody on one level and they doing certain things, that's okay because that's their move for life. That's how God moved them. That's how they're going. That's what's for them. But you have to pay attention to your move. You have to sit down, listen to God, and be okay with the change. Because at first, I wasn't okay with it. I'm like, I don't want to move. And then I'm like, I definitely don't want to just move in because it wasn't like a, the move how I thought. You see, how I'm always thinking like, oh, it should be like this and that. But this lets me know, hey, pay attention because this is how life go. It's time to move. Sometimes you just got to go with it. You got to jump. If you don't jump, you miss the move. Not saying that God is going to leave you or nothing else going to happen for you, but you miss that mark. But guess what? You can move this way. Whatever God has in store for you, he's going to move you. However, even though you might not take the first jump, he knew that already. So the next jump, the next move is there because, again, that's how life goes for all of us when we first started being a human guess what was moving around in the belly non-stop that's how we knew the doctor knew excuse me that we're alive because we're moving around 
that's how it worked. We moving. So then we start crawling, still moving, walking, talking. Everything is still moving and shaking nonstop. And when I thought about the word, I'm like, wow, this really sums up life because everything in life moves. Every creature that God created moves. There's no way for anybody to get around, whether you're human or you're a creature. Anything that's made by God, it moves like everything. Snakes, they ain't walking, but they moving. There's no way to just sit still and go to the next level. Or complete your your purpose in life. And for me, the word move, I'll never look at it the same. Because every morning we wake up, we moving. We're in the car, we're telling somebody, move out my way. We walk in, move out my way. We running, anything. It's always move, move, move. That word is in life. And it's not going to stop being in life. Because that's life. It's a move. Life is a move. Whether you're ready for it or not, it is a move. So I would say... Even if you're going through a testing time, just remember that it's not going to stop. So don't sit still and feel like, okay, I'm just going to be depressed. No, you start moving around and asking God, like, okay, God, if I'm going to have to go this route, then you need to show me what the move is. Sometimes you have to talk to God straight up. Don't be all super holy and down saying all this stuff that you don't understand because you heard your pastor or somebody saying it. But just be straight up with God like you would be with your friend because that's all he wants from us. And that's how we're going to see the clear opening for the move, he gonna let us know because you gonna talk to him like you would talk to your friend. Listen, God, you understand where I'm at. You know how I feel about this. You better tell me something. You know, I ain't trying to, you know, bully you, Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, let your girl know something. And he is showing me. I'm not gonna reveal it to y'all because it's none of y'all business, to be honest, right now. But I see it, and I'm like, God, thank you because I was really getting into a mood of depression and guess what he said every day you think you finna just sit still monday gonna turn into tuesday and tuesday gonna turn into wednesday wednesday gonna turn into thursday and thursday gonna be friday and friday gonna be saturday and sunday and guess what monday coming right back around again and no matter what one o'clock gonna turn into two o'clock and so on and so forth nothing will stop even if you think you could stop it you're wasting your time you sitting there still moving but you're not moving with a purpose. So for me, I am going to start no matter what, moving with a purpose. Even if it seems small to other people, I know it's big because God is within me and he will not fail me. He will be with me until the break of day. And however my day going to break, I know that God is going to move me into the direction where whatever I'm going through, however I'm feeling, it's all for a purpose. It's all for a movement. We always say that. Oh, we need to have a movement. Oh, the black movement, this movement, that movement is all what? The word move because it's so powerful that there's no way, there's no other way to function in life if you don't move. Like you have to move. And if you're not moving, then you're dead. And if you're dead, then like you don't, like I can't explain to you about your purpose in, in death. I can't even explain your purpose right now. I could just throw out some hints just like anybody else from a preacher to a teacher, a counselor, whatever. Nobody knows your purpose but God. But, you know, we talking and guess what? You have to do what? Move. So it's, a, it's the thing that I'm saying and I hope I made it clear to you all as much as possible to pay attention that life ain't stopping. It's a move. Like, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, however you take from this, you're going to say, you know what, that every time you think about the word move now, it's going to be like, you know what, it's so much more to this than I know. 
because it's something else happening. In order to get there, you got to move. You can't get anywhere. And I'm going to sum it up because I think I'm just running on and on and on. <laughs> and y'all probably like, okay, move on. Ah, but is that word move? Y'all going to be saying it. Watch. Y'all going to be like, move. It's bigger than that. But at the end of the day, when you think about that word, just know it sums up life. It sums up your life. And you have to pay attention because your next move, like y'all say, we all say it. Your next move could be your best move or your worst move. Worst move, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sitting over here tripping. But anyhow, it could be your worst move. But guess what? Any move you make is part of another level for you. Getting the, up the stairs, you got to what? Move up the stairs. Getting down, you got to move down. Either way, you can't miss the word move. That's it. It sums it all up. Thank y'all for tuning in. And I'll be back soon. I don't know when. I'll tell y'all about the move and how it's working. I ain't going to go on full details because I'm growing. And everybody don't need to know your business because everybody don't think the same. Everybody move different. But thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace out.